Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Robert Craddock has written a really interesting article about uh, what should happen uh, with the Sydney Test, and uh, he's been good enough to join us, one of our favourites uh, on the station. Morning, Crash. Hi, Jules. How are you? Um, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, building up nicely for, for, for Boxing Day. A few little hitches, but we've got used to that. But there'll be a game. It'll be great. Absolutely. Uh, before we get stuck into the cricket, we're talking about favourite father-son or father-daughter, mother-daughter, mother-son combinations in sport. Have you, have you got a favourite? Um, well, just off the top of my head, I, uh, ooh, let me just think, uh, in, in, i tell you what I did enjoy. I did enjoy grandfather, grandson between Victor Richardson, the former Australian captain and Ian Greg Chappell. Yeah, very nice. Victor played in the forties and he was an old fashioned knockabout bloke. When he was in South Africa, the team had a bad test and they, they, uh, he said, right, no one's to dr- touch a drop of alcohol for the next week. That's what he said. And it was after a hot day, and they brought this tub of ice-cold beers in behind him in the dressing room as he was speaking. And he looked around, and he said, oh, we'll have to start that from tomorrow, I think. <laughs> but, but he was a real... Ian, Ian and Greg loved their grandfather for being you know, ABC commentator, you know, and, and a really respected guy. He played with Bradman. And to the point where Ian, I saw him once tap Australian opening batsman Bill Brown on the shoulder once at a function. He said, could you, could, I, could you come with me for a minute? And he took him around the corner. He said, can I ask you about Vic? Tell me what he was like. You know, I just want it from a teammate's perspective. So there was a sweetness to it and a softness to Ian and Greg when they talked about their grandfather. And they're two very tough men, of course. Absolutely. And just uh, one more on the father-sons. Just got a text here from Chris in Batemans Bay saying, can you please ask Crash about what he knows about Tom Liner, son of Michael? Well, Tom Liner, Michael, Tom Liner is uh, signed by the Queensland Reds as a young rugby union player who's a terrifically skilled player. It's a really poetic signing by them because Michael, of course, was one of Australia's great rugby fly halves. He mar- his wife, uh, I think her name's Isabella. I'll, I'll probably get that wrong, but she's Italian. So there's a beautiful cross-culture uh, sort of um, connection here with Michael, who's lived in, who lived in London for a lot of years. Uh, and so he, Michael was just almost a god of Queensland rugby in the 1980s. Very cool guy, detached, very private. And the signing of his son is a, has engaged a fan base who is becoming disinterested. It's a really good story, yeah. Absolutely, yep. Isabella, that is his uh, mum's name, so you got that one right, Crash. Just on to the cricket now, just reading your article. So basically, from what you're saying, is the Sydney test is no guarantee to go ahead and it shouldn't go ahead if there's no fans allowed. And just, just give us your reasoning behind that. Oh, it's just that simple. It, it, fans make a test match and you're putting it on for the fans. And to me, it would be as pointless as saying 
uh, taking the Phantom of the Opera to Sydney, but saying there's going to be no fans there. You know, like so because you can fit fans in, in other venues. I much like this idea of having two tests in Melbourne, say capped at twenty five thousand each day. But Melbourne, I think, with its Indian population, could actually fill ten days of cricket, two tests. And I believe that is the favourite option at the moment. That's the way. And, and isn't this extraordinary? We're talking about the possibility of Melbourne having two tests. I remember coming on yeah. STN about three months ago when someone said to me, what chance is Melbourne of having a test? And I replied, one out of ten. So things change, Jules. But in 2015, there was a World Cup game in Melbourne between South Africa and India, which attracted 88,000 people. I remember watching that game closely and thinking, man, there is an Indian fan base here, which is extraordinary. So rather than try and shoehorn a test into Sydney, and may I say, the border closures are the issue. Not so much the the, the spiralling COVID infection rate, the border closures, getting people in and out, nightmare. So uh, that's what I... If you said out of 10, what chance is a Sydney test? It's below five. A decision could be made today. And the favoured way, no doubt about it, they won't be swapping Brisbane and Sydney. The favoured way is two tests in Melbourne. Yeah, I think you're, I think um, certainly in terms of the crowds, they get great numbers. I like your your idea in the piece too about slash the, the ticket prices, uh, potentially yeah, uh, well, for the I second of the test in Melbourne. Yeah, definitely. You know, like make it half price. You know, make it give something back to the fans in this COVID-challenged era by saying, you know, make it fan affordable. People are out there, they're doing it tough. A lot of people have lost their jobs. That's cricket. That would be cricket's Christmas gift to the fans slash MCG uh, cricket prizes. I'm so glad you raised it because it gives me another chance to push it. And I think it'd be, it just makes a lot of sense. So you feel it? Just listening to you, you feel like this is is the favoured way, and you, you think this is a really good chance of happening by the sound of it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It, it, it's uh, you know I, we've been following the story very very closely, and, and it's not a done deal, Jules. And that's one thing in the COVID era. <laughs> I've stopped short of two things: making really firm predictions. That's at one end of the scale, and at the other end of the scale, saying something is ridiculous. I don't rule anything out. You know, if you said that. Uh, you know, we could be playing it in the shadow of Uluru. <laughs> I'd say, well, mate, I don't rule it out. But I do believe that's the favoured way. That is the way they are thinking. Because one thing I do know, the swapping of the Brisbane and Sydney tests has been deemed all but untenable. Yeah. So if Sydney moves, it's two tests in Melbourne. The broadcasters love it, Jules, because they can just say, plonk, we're here. We don't have to move anyone in or out of Sydney. No one has to quarantine anywhere. We're, and is it ideal? No, it's not. I, I've never really... I mean, the SCG, uh, the MCG pitch is a pretty average strip of 22 yards between you and me and the, and the listeners, Jules. Well, that'll get them fired. But it was better last year, and we all accept nothing's perfect, perfect in the COVID world. Sometimes you've just got to play the thing. Get the thing done. This It's so important that this gets done for... It brings millions and millions of dollars into Australian cricket. This four-test series has to be played. I was going to ask you about the wicket and what would happen there at the MCG. You summed it up really well. It's been a pretty poor wicket. Last year was certainly an improvement. Uh, if they had to have back-to-back tests there, how would that work? 
Yeah, well, Matt Page, I, I sense he is already working on it. And, uh, you know, he, he's, a, he's a fine groundsman, formerly of Perth, of course. And, uh, you, you know, he was getting, uh, was working on several of the blocks anyway. He's got a little bit of time. He's got a few weeks. But, of course, it's very difficult to work on the deck when there's a test in progress. I, I think that uh, it'll be interesting to see what he comes up with. It, it's, there was tests here recently in Melbourne um, against India and, and England, which were too slow moving. And then last year, he against New Zealand, he got the balance just right. It was a good test and, and a good deck. But you know what? If there's a bit extra left in the deck, I'm not going to burst into tears because I quite enjoyed the Adelaide test. Batsmen get so much their way these days. The rules of the game, all those flat 20-20 pitches, big heavy bats, short boundaries. So if a wicket's a little bit underprepared, oh, I'm a dodgy deck man from way back, Jules. <laughs> I actually like when there's, when there's a bit left in the deck. So if the second deck isn't perfect and it's seaming around a bit and causing a bit of havoc, well, you know what? All good for cricket. I'll tell you what, our drive co-host, Bob Murphy, would love listening to this. He's all for the green top and uh, giving the bowlers uh, a bit of assistance. Really good point, too, here, Crash, on our temper text machine. Uh, another element to this Sydney test uh, saying, you need a t- crowd at Sydney test for Jane McGrath Breast Cancer Day, the pink test. And that is such an important yeah. part of that test match. Well, it, it is, and I believe that Cricket Australia would take that day to the third test anyway. Uh, Glenn McGrath will not be in attendance. He's in commentating in India, I believe, on the series. But he will come in sort of via satellite. But they're very keen to keep up the tradition of the McGrath Day. And in a funny sort of way, I think it would have a special charm in another centre anyway. It it would prove cricket's commitment to the day is is deep and everlasting. So, uh, But I I know there's been discussions on that front. Someone raised that. They said, what do we do with the pink day? And they said, look, let's have it anyway. Yeah, and the support in Melbourne would be amazing, just like it is in Sydney and anywhere around the country. Just a couple of cricket ones uh, before we let you go, Crash. Uh, Ian Chappell made, an, I guess, an interesting suggestion about uh, short-pitch bowling to tail-enders, and at times maybe the umpires uh, need to st- uh, step in. Uh, Steve Smith, well, he whacked that out of the park yesterday, that suggestion, and clearly he's getting a bit sick of some of the the suggestions or the, the comments that Ian Chappell is making. Did, did Ian Chappell have a point there, do you think? Uh, I thought he had a point. Personally, I don't agree with it because I think it's just uh, more trouble than what it's worth. Now that batsmen are fully, now that players are fully professional and they've got helmets and everything like that and any amount of equipment they can put on, I think it's their job to learn how to either defend or get out of the line of the ball. You know, it's just... That was brutal, what we saw the other day at the Adelaide, at the Adelaide uh, uh, Cricket Ground, Adelaide Oval. When they, you know, there's no doubt the Australians roughed up the Indian tail and then bowled full and straight and would get them sort of LBW or bowled or snicking. Um, but I think you've got to be prepared for it these days. I mean, you know, guys are fully... It's not as if we're dragging, like the old days, dragging guys out of solicitors' offices to play for Australia or some guys are teachers and part-timers. These guys are full-timers, and, and I think it's so hard for an umpire to decide. Once you step in and say, oh, that's intimidatory bowling. And, and here's the thing. It wasn't as if it was bouncer after no. bouncer after bouncer. That's the trouble, Jules. It was used selectively and almost hit him as a shock weapon. 
that's why you can't ban it. That that that's that's the issue for me. And just finally, what are you expecting from India in this Test match? I mean, that was humiliating. What happened? They're going to have to make some big changes to their lineup. They lost it. Well, one of their key bowlers in Shami, the captain, Virat Kohli, goes home. What sort of response do you expect for, from India, or are you, are you fearing that the damage done for that first test could could linger into this second test? Yeah, all the way through the series, I've. If they don't rise again swiftly, for me, they're gone for the series. You'll, you'll see little starbursts like uh, Pajara, the, the, you know, the batting barnacle. He'll have an innings in this series where he scores 130 in five hours. So I just know it's going to happen. Whether it'll mean anything, I'm not so sure because the loss of Shammy is huge. He's a, he's a beautifully consistent, strong, fit bowler. And also, Coley, I'm fascinated to see what a Jinka Rahani that you captain will bring. My Indian journo mates swear that he's a better captain than Coley because he's more game aware, more sensitive, more of a people person. But uh, I think the die is cast. I, I will be really surprised if India fight their way back. This is an unusual Australian team to, to rate. Jules, uh, because there's times when you watch them, you swear, you wonder how they ever lose a test to anyone. There's other times when you watch them and you feel they're quite ropey. That's when they're batting. You know, when they lose wickets and they're batting, you think, oh, this is a, you know, it's just a team, this one. Then they take the ball and suddenly Clark Kent becomes Superman, don't they? I mean, that bowling at the Adelaide Oval the other day was as good a test bowling as I reckon I've ever seen. Like, in every ball was preceded down the wicket by waves of hostility and intent. It was on the money. If it wasn't clipping off, Stumford was clipping an edge. It was just beautiful, really. How many changes do you think India will make? Oh, they're, they're talking about at least four. Well, sorry, up to four changes. But I don't, I'm not sure whether it'll be that many. There's at least two. And I just can't see how Prithvi Shaw opens again. When he's got that gap as wide as Sydney heads between bat and pad, everyone knows it's there. It's an ingrained technical fault that he can't do much about because he plays on instinct. So so at least three changes. Uh, I can't have Prithby Shaw opening the batting because they just think... You could see Australia was just targeting that gap between bat and pad. Then, of course, Coley's out. Then, of course, Shammy's out. So, yeah, so... So, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's others as well. Yeah, it's a huge test for India, their character, see how they bounce back uh, at the MCG. And it might be back-to-back tests at the MCG. We'll watch it very closely. Crash, thank you so much for your time this morning. Uh, have a great Christmas and we'll chat very soon. And I also want to urge people, uh, in the Herald Sun today, we broke a little story. The Jones family is urging people to salute the memory of Dean Jones by putting sunscreen on, as Dino famously oh, did on his bottom lip all the time. So if you're going to the ground on the weekend, do it for Dino. Put a dollop on, put, put a bit of zinc on the bottom lip, even if you're at home playing in the backyard. It's your way to salute the champion. His family came up with this idea. It's a beautiful little sweet touch. They're going to try and keep it uh, light. And, of course, at 3.24 in the afternoon on Boxing Day, there'll be, that's his test cap number, there'll be a special tribute to the great man, which I'm sure we'll all enjoy. Thanks a lot, Jules. Beautiful. Thank you to Robert Craddock. And uh, given his popularity in Victoria, there'll be plenty of support uh, for that tribute to Dean Jones. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.